wanted to share a short and sweet Dvar Torah on this week's Parsha, which is a double Parsha, Tazriya Metzora. We know that the conclusion of last week's Parasha, Parashat Shemini, was talking about the laws of kosher. And then the Torah goes to talk about the leprosy. Talks about women giving birth. But the main, main subject of this week's parsha, if we look in chapter Yud Gimel 13, somebody that gets a, a leprosy, which is not a physical ailment, but is a spiritual ailment. If you talk gossip, Lashon Hara, Motsi Shemra, you spread false rumors about innocent people, or even people that are not, I mean, yeah, Motsi Shemra is innocent, it's a false accusation. Lashon Hara is talking gossip even though it's true. So I saw a beautiful, really brilliant explanation. What is the end you know, nothing in the Torah is coincidental. The end of last week's parsha talks about what? The laws of which animals are kosher, which animals are not kosher. Obviously, pig is the most unkosher animal. Then the Torah talks about not eating bugs. That's why you have to be very proficient in the laws of how to check strawberries and all the different vegetables to make sure... Bugs, even though they have a lot of protein, they're absolutely not kosher. That's what the Torah says in the conclusion of last week's parsha. We can't eat non-kosher birds, four-legged animals, or even worms. And that's what makes us holy. So what does this have to do with this whole entire episode of Motsi Shemra? Of not spreading false rumors which will cause us not to get the uh, spiritual sickness of uh, leprosy. So the Torah is telling us, again, why does the person become a metzora? Why does the person have to be locked up out of the city and um, the Kohen has to come identify his sickness? Because he's talking inappropriate gossip. He's slandering people's prestige, honor, reputation with his sharp tongue, which is more, he's doing character assassination. So the Torah is saying, it's all the same idea. The connection is this, ladies and gentlemen. Just like Every Jew knows that what goes into his mouth has to be kosher, has to be OU. He can't have bacon chips, he can't have pork, he can't have pepperoni pizza, he can't have a cheeseburger. It has to be glad kosher. The same token, read the Zohar on this week's parsha. What comes out of our mouth also has to be kosher. Think twice before you speak once. Because so many different marriages haven't come to fruition, so many jobs and potential, and so many, so much harm has been done because people are careless on what comes out of their mouth. 
So Baruch Hashem from a long, very young age, like even my son that's two years old, if he goes to the supermarket, he wants a certain candy, he wants a certain treat, we tell him it's not kosher, he has that elementary understanding to know that it's unacceptable. So therefore, it's the same mouth. Let's realize the same thing that everything that goes into our mouth, we have to be very deliberate and careful that to make sure that it's kosher, whatever comes out of our mouth shouldn't have any, God forbid, gossip, character assassination, negativity to ruin people's reputation, to ruin people's business. And this is the whole reason Mashiach hasn't come. So kosher works both ways. Not only what goes in your mouth should be kosher and acceptable, what comes out of our mouths shouldn't be kosher and acceptable either. And this leads us to Pirkei Avot. Every week, we have to study the ethics of our fathers. So let's say you have a doubt. Oh, let me say a story about this idea. Once there was a very great rabbi in Europe that was constantly very busy, very influential rabbi. Hundreds of people would ask him questions about halakha, Jewish law. So he said a remarkable thing. He says he lamented once. He was so frustrated. He said, people come every day on a constant basis and ask me, Rabbi, the shochet killed, slaughtered this uh, bird. Check if the heart, if it's kosher. They're constantly asking me, is this animal kosher? Was this shechita kosher? But he said, it's very, very unusual. Almost never people ask me, Rabbi, I want to go stab somebody in the back, say a certain rumor about somebody. Is it considered Lashonara or not? Should I say it or not? So that's what the rabbi, that big rabbi in Europe was so upset about. He said, people are always asking me on a constant basis. I mean, me personally, I was, uh, you know, on Passover. Is this lipstick kosher? Is that kosher? But we rarely and seldomly, somebody comes to ask advice to the rabbi is, hey, I'm about to say something very controversial that may be Lashon and I may be destroying somebody's reputation and life and future. So the same way that we have to, when you're in doubt, if something is acceptable, kosher Pesach, you ask your rabbi, maybe we should start asking our rabbis, hey, be more deliberate and ask guidance if something is kosher, what comes out of our mouth. Because not what only goes in our mouth should be kosher. What comes out should also be kosher. But when in doubt, let's say there's no rabbi around. You should be quiet. Because look what Rabban Gamliel says. He says in this week's Pirkei Avot, he says, my father was a great rabbi. And I saw that the greatest, greatest attribute of all is what? Shimon Beno Omer, Kol Yamai Gadalti. This is Pirkei Avot, chapter 1, Mishnah 17. All the days I grew up amongst the scholars, the Torah teachers, and I saw that the greatest 
thing for the body is what? To be quiet. So, ladies and gentlemen, before we're around about to ruin somebody's reputation, and it's so easy with text messaging and Facebook and emails, let's always remember that Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel says, I grew at the lap of the luxury of to be around great, great rabbis and scholars. And I saw the best advice is to be quiet. If we don't have something nice to 